0: Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 150 of All Booked Up, the Buffalo and Erie County Public Libraries podcast about books, movies, and all things pop culture. I'm your host, Michelle Snyder. And I
1: am Jacob Mariko.
0: And Jacob, I'm starting it off on a sour note today. What is with this new chair you in look, the launch pad?
1: You look all kinds of uncomfortable. This with is there. like
0: a child's chair. <laughs>
1: Your knees are bent. You got them at weird angles. They're all like jangly about.
0: I'm so much lower than you.
1: I, Which should never happen because I'm I a short dude.
0: I don't appreciate this. This is almost, I can't decide what's worse a short chair. Or having to go to dinner in restaurants that make you sit on stools at high tables, which I also detest. No, that
1: chair makes you look like you're about to like learn some earth science or something. That I mean, how... and my
0: back is so straight because I have to keep like <laughs> leaning up to even reach the computer. Am I like a Goldilocks of chairs <laughs> that I just require a perfect one in the middle because?
1: At least you know it's probably very disinfected because it's one of those hard plastic. Just spray it with a hose and it'll be fine. Oh, chairs. that's
0: probably why it's in here. Whatever, <laughs> but it is exciting to listeners that the launch pad is open and it does have microphones again, so you, you bet can it come. Does. But when you spit your beats, can you spit them? You know, less. <laughs> yeah,
1: don't don't be spraying everywhere. We don't the, need any. But we succotash's. do have their spit
0: guards on stuff, so that's that's great. Yeah, it's
1: cleaned after every session, everybody. So don't worry, it's but nice and safe. But if that's why we
0: got this short chair, then I'm a little disappointed. But anyway, to the we, news, we, we
1: will trade all of your safeties for the comfortable <laughs> <Just> chairs <laughs> to be back a good
0: in here. Chair. Um, crazy about the Golden Globes, right?
1: Yeah, basically being canceled. Yeah, that's pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, so people who don't know, um, this, NBC announced that it's not going to air the awards shows 2022 ceremony, Um, And this is because of all this controversy surrounding the Hollywood Foreign Press Association and their lack of diversity. So it was revealed that the organization has zero black journalists among its then 87 members.
1: That's a rough ratio, man.
0: (sighs) Just why is this so difficult? I don't understand. And it got so wild that our favorite... Our favorite banana in the world. Tom Cruise. <laughs> he actually returned his three Golden Globes in light of this. That he was like, nah. This is a
1: Brad's a pretty big deal, guys. Because as we know, Tom Cruise kind of a big deal in Hollywood. So if he's starting to throw shade at you, there's there's a storm brewing. You for know, you.
0: I never can decide with him. I'm like, is that because he's truly like I'm outraged and I believe in diversity, or is? I don't know. Are the Scientology drones being like, do this thing. This thing is good. It's hard to know with him. You
1: know what? I feel like Tom Cruise has always been sort of weird. And I always kind of feel like he's bigger than even Scientology. So I figure he's kind of do whatever he wants. Really. I have thought that
0: too of like, I don't think Tom Cruise is looking to impress Anyone anymore? I think Tom Cruise is doing what's true for Tom Cruise. This
1: dude survived the Oprah scandal, guys. Like that was a huge. That should have been when
0: he jumped on the couch. Yeah, that should
1: have been a career ender with how nuts he was acting back then. And he is (laughs) he, 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 he is back to making Mission Impossible movies that everybody is dying to see.
0: They're the best movies. Oh,
1: the Top Gun's coming out too, guys.
0: Top Gun, I'm not as excited about. Um, I'm super hyped for to- for a Top Gun. Go-
1: guys, Tom Cruise, don't worry about Tom Cruise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise is fine, he's and everyone knows fine. he won his Golden Globe. so he's, right. he's like, I don't have an Oscar, I don't even care should, about
1: those. Should have won one of those, too, but we'll, we'll save that for our Tom Cruise episode. Is there
0: something you feel he should have won? We already had a Tom Cruise episode, you we, don't.
1: That, that's how great he is, <laughs> we can do another. Uh, yeah, I thought, you know, Born on the Fourth of July, probably, and I guess that was a Daniel Day-Lewis year, but I feel like that or... Maybe yeah, even uh, a,
0: he was up for best supporting actor
1: for Magnolia and yeah. that Collateral too. He was really good in that. There are a couple, was a good movie. There are some good Tom Cruise roles that they. Oh, we're, we're, this is not the cruise. I cast.
0: mean, it's not. There'll be more of him coming out. I'm sure they'll find the perfect book to adapt into a film to star Tom <sighs> oh, Cruise. Wow. Speaking of that, masterful. I mean, I do have to say, every year I get excited when I see books becoming movies. Um, I'm
1: always amazed when I find out what movies were books because it's like I like how the thing is—you know—they're coming, and I had no idea. Oh
0: man, you're gonna like the facts at the end of the show today. Uh, I'm
1: though. liking that.
0: And I mean, it can sometimes be kind of annoying to figure out all of the titles that are coming out that are based on books, and then there's ever-shifting release dates. But we wanted to put some together because here's what's up. Sometimes you see a trailer and you're like, "That looks so good." And if the trailer looks good, you know the book because the book's able to bring more a lot of the text because it's longer. It's like 15 hours of reading or something as opposed to a two-hour movie. So what we're doing today is mostly giving you a heads up on books that you should read because they're going to become movies that are going to be released in 2021. Um, hopefully, or just came out.
1: Yeah, there, there's gonna be a combo here, people. You're gonna be able to turn on your things or come down to the library and pick them up immediately. And, it's, you know, since they're all books, guess what? You just come pick up the book and you can find out everything before you watch the movie. So, whoa. I know, it's kind of an incredible idea.
0: And I wanna say that these are all um, going to be 2021 movies. They are supposed to be, but because of COVID yeah. and th- movie theaters are still mostly shuttered. Um, you know, we can't foresee exactly what the future will hold, but you know, if we're lucky, they should they, they, they should. should come out. There's there's a
1: couple of regals opening um locally soon. So there's movie theaters coming back everybody. Yeah. Go check out. go get some popcorn.
0: So this is to help you so that you can be that annoying person that says Mm, the book was better.
1: Oh, I, I, there's a couple on here. I can already tell there's going to be people doing that.
0: Because the book's usually better. I don't even mind being that person. A lot yeah. of times I'll enjoy the film, but it's a, it's a hard comparison. It's almost like you can't compare it, especially when it's such a loose adaptation. You're like, oh, I wish I'd known... Because none of this is even like close to what happened in the book. It's yeah. weird.
1: Yeah. like those loose adaptations where they like they got the basic framework and then we're like we're just gonna change everything else. Yeah, so just the, everything the else. Guy who was a bad guy. Now nah, he's a good guy. Nah, don't worry <laughs> yeah. About it. Don't worry about it.
0: Um. Okay. So the one that I'm gonna start with is the film that I am most excited about. Um. So I have a little you know mm. extra to talk about and a little bit of a behind the scenes interview. But mm. Dune.
1: Oh my God!
0: Frank Herbert's just masterpiece.
1: That of all the movies during COVID that got pushed, that like upset me the most, Dune is right at the top of the list. One
0: hundred percent, I agree. So now it's supposed to come out in October of twenty twenty-one. Please, please, please. So if please you don't go know... see it,
1: everybody, because oh. I'm really worried they're not going to finish it if because of the budget involved with this movie.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I can I can imagine. Um, okay. If you don't know the story of Dune, it's a mythic and emotionally charged hero's journey at its core, and it tells the story of Paul Atreides. He is a brilliant and gifted young man born into this great dynasty beyond his understanding and is the heir apparent to the house of Atreides. So at the beginning of the book, his family takes control of the desert planet Arrakis, which has the source of, it's like the most sought after commodity in the galaxy, the spice. The spice. The spice of And it's like this commodity capable of unlocking humanity's greatest potential. Um, but, you know, anything that has power like that is going to breed many enemies who also want to take over um, Arrakis. So the book is mixed politics and religion and mysticism and so much adventure. It's such an epic journey. If you call yourself a sci-fi reader and you haven't read Dune, you're, you're lying. It's yeah. not accurate. It
1: is... <laughs> Probably it's right up there, guys. It's up there at the top of the sci-fi books you need to read.
0: I hundred percent, and like science fiction aficionados have waited years for a better remake of Dune than the garbage that they gave us um, many years ago. That that
1: one, that original movie, that's the example of that Bart meme with the cake. It's like at least you tried. Yeah, at least you tried, but you throw it out.
0: And I think that. This movie is going to be huge because I feel so confident that it's going to be well done because it's done by um, Denis Villeneuve, who did Arrival and Blade Runner 2049. You know,
1: just one of the top directors in Hollywood.
0: We love him.
1: Oh, my God. Every one of his movies, man.
0: And, like, time out. So the main character, um, Paul Atreides, that is Oscar nominee Timothy Chalamet, which you probably know from Call Me By Your Name. Rebecca Ferguson is in this Mission um, Impossible. Yep, she was in Fallout. Oscar Isaac, our man from Star Wars, Moon Mo
1: Knight himself.
0: Um, Oscar nominee Josh Brolin,
1: Thanos busting up in here.
0: Stellan Skarsgård, oh, love him. I
1: mean, like we always say, if you got a Skarsgård, you got me in the theater. He
0: was so good in Chernobyl. Um, Don't forget about
1: Alex in Godzilla Kong, which I made Michelle watch half of. Yeah,
0: that was that was <laughs> unfortunate. Zendaya's in it.
1: Oh, I yeah, like her.
0: Spider Man Homecoming. Um, I'm trying to think oh ba- Chain Cheng. He's um Chang yeah from Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon. Um,
1: don't forget about Batista. Dave Batista's oh, in Oh Guardians
0: movie. of the Galaxy films.
1: Oh, you and of course professional wrestling legend Dave Batista.
0: I mean it's really crazy. Oh, Jason Momoa. Oh, Game yep. of Thrones. I mean, oh, oh my gosh. They just keep like popping in my head. Uh, Javier Bardem is in it.
1: Which, yeah, I mean, just He's look like at that cast. He's like the best dude ever. These are all actors, uh, even the ones that you might think are not great. Like These guys are all great, and all now, fantastic. we've
0: seen a lot of films stacked with acting talent that mm-hmm. maybe aren't great. But behind the scenes, um, Villeneuve has re-teamed with two-time Oscar-nominated production designer... Um, Patrice Vermet, so um, from Arrival, Sicario. There's a two-time Oscar-nominated editor who did Blade Runner, Arrival, mm-hmm. um, an Oscar-winning visual effects supervisor, an Oscar-winning special effects <laughs> supervisor. Like, these are the people. Guys,
1: this movie, to put it simply, is going to be up for a couple Academy Awards next year. We already know that. It's just which ones is it going to be up for.
0: I'm just... I'm just super, super excited about it's it. It's going to come to HBO Max first, though. I had a behind-the-scenes clip of Stephen Colbert kind of interviewing them, but what and a- I think we have so many good titles to announce, I'm going to skip that and just kind of move on. But you can catch that on YouTube, um, and it's really great getting some – more information and to see how just genuinely jazzed people are did for you this you see
1: film. how those sandworms look in the trailer for that movie? Those That's things so look good. epic,
0: dude. Like, <laughs> yes. But, so oh, excited. So
1: oh, fantastic. Okay.
0: Yes. So what else is c- coming out or did come out?
1: All right. So I am going to hit up with, uh, it was actually the big new show on Netflix this week. So I know you have not watched it. That is Jupiter's Legacy, another superhero show.
0: Oh, that guy, his facial hair is too stupid for me.
1: <laughs> is it the uh, the obvious is beard in Is it Josh Duhamel? It is Josh Duhamel. Which he looks
0: weird. <laughs> Everybody,
1: calm down. Josh Duhamel is perfectly fine in this movie. I know I panicked a little myself when I saw his name in the title. But because, it's okay. Yeah. So it's, your, it's, your, it's your, based on a comic book by Ma- Mark Miller. Um, so it's a story of a group called The Union. And basically, they're a group of superheroes. The main plot of the story kind of is they started being heroes back in, like, Great Depression times, so they had their own little heroes code kind of thing, a big part of which is don't ever kill. You know, superheroes don't kill. It's not something that they do. Flash forward to modern times, it's kind of like our own world. Everything's kind of screwy. Everything's kind of working up. So one of the superheroes, or the son of the, uh, the big guy, ends up killing a supervillain. So the story is so the story is basically that they have to decide is it okay in our changing world to kill supervillains who are obviously able to kill multiple people cuz the villains themselves they also seem like they don't care anymore so it's yeah. kind of like an analogy of our own times of The old values we had about not killing people or, like, who's the really good guy, do those really apply in a world where not everybody's playing by them? Okay. So it's very interesting. It's got a great setting in terms of it spends a lot of time on how they get their powers, like, way back when. So it's like a period piece kind of deal. And it's just an interesting show all around. Pretty good special effects. It's not breaking new ground. You know, it's kind of the same stuff that the boys handles, but it's different enough from all of the other superhero shows out there where it doesn't feel like it's repeating itself. Okay. And it's, you know, eight episodes, man. I was in and out of is there. Is it
0: one book? Is it one graphic novel or is it a series? Do you uh, know? I
1: believe it's a series okay. of uh, graphic well, novels.
0: Well, check those out. Yeah,
1: go check those. out see where it's going. But yeah, the idea of, uh, should superheroes co- uh, be able to kill? It's a, it's a rough one. I kind of vote and if there are supervillains running around, you probably should be, but, you know. Okay. Well, they, they, that's why they make. to Chris-
0: try super hard to care about these superheroes. That's why they try. made
1: three Christopher Nolan movies about this exact topic, so.
0: Okay. So among the books to movies in 2021, who was supposed to be released in 2020, and it hasn't technically been rescheduled, but I feel pretty confident it's going to come out in 21. this is one of 2018's hottest books. The Woman in the Window by A.J. Finn.
1: Oh, I have seen trailers for that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's a the book is a psychological thriller. It peeks into the life of Anna Fox in the film that's played by Amy Adams, which everybody loves Amy. Adams. I mean, Adams, who so, doesn't? So <laughs> darn much. Um, she's a New York City recluse who's unable to venture outside. So yeah, I think she's agoraphobic is the premise. She spends her day, you know, drinking a lot of wine, and watching old movies, and kind of recalling happier times in her life before she had these issues, and she likes to spy on her neighbors, because Mm. who doesn't if you're home all day? That's what I do. So then the Russells move into the house across the way, and there's a father, a mother, and their teenage son, and they seem like, you know, a perfect little family, but like, while she's gazing out her window one night, she sees something that she shouldn't, and then her world kind of begins to crumble, and then there's all these crazy secrets, and You know, is there real danger? Is she imagining things? Um, The book is great because it has an unreliable narrator, um, which is difficult in the film. So I'm very interested to see how they're going to handle that because, you know, an unreliable narrator, you're not seeing it. You have to just trust them. But in a film, you know, you have eyeballs. So yeah. it's definitely harder to come across. It's going to
1: be, I get to feel a lot, a lot of shadows, a lot of like breezy curtains going on.
0: Where they like do that that fight club-esque where things are like, yeah, where little, they kind of shake. Yes, you don't know if it's real or not, but it's definitely, uh, it's a really great story to keep you guessing till the end. Hopefully the movie can do the same, um, but you have plenty of time to check the book out if you haven't before the film comes out. Or, I mean, if you want to be surprised, you also can do that. I
1: mean, imagine that, going into a movie or without spoilers. like I
0: know, but sometimes there's just some, I see and I'm like, mm, I want to read the book.
1: Yeah, I kind of want to I want to read the book. I want to read the book. So. <laughs> Halfway through a movie, you're like, let me go on Wikipedia real quick. Let me just <laughs> take a peek at what's going to happen. <laughs> All right, what else? All right, so the next one I'm going to go with is, uh, we got to go with our boy Clancy, Tom Clancy, the king of oh, the libraries. Oh, he's a librarian. Okay. Will, one day we will tell the tale that all librarians were invited to of the epic Tom Clancy versus Tom um, James Patterson uh, Royal Rumble. <laughs> it is the thing of legends about what went down there, everybody. But <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a trade secret. Mud wrestling. Yes, <laughs> um, but it's going to be the uh, Without Remorse, just released on Prime. Uh, Sorry, Michael B. Jordan. So it's one. No, I
0: haven't even heard of
1: this. Really? Oh, it's been everywhere,
0: man. What's wrong all, with me? All over the thing.
1: So stop me if you heard this. It's a Tom Clancy novel involving a Navy SEAL who's going on <laughs> a test for vengeance. Already? Uh, the plot doesn't necessarily matter too much, guys. It's a Tom Clancy novel. You kind of get the idea what's going to be going on here. We're going after some terrorists, we're going after some drug dealers with some highly trained government agents, mm-hmm. and it is going to be explosive. The movie's fine. It's fun. I have I watch it. It's pretty good time. It's a nice little sit down, turn off your brain, relaxing. We're n- It's not going to be anything. I that... mean,
0: and those books can be like that. That's those this... books are great for that, where they're not too heavy.
1: Yeah, this is one of those uh, action-y, Clancy novels. This isn't like Clear and Present Danger, where there's a lot of talking going on. Okay. I mean, this one's a lot more propellant action. I mean, who doesn't like Michael B. Jordan, so he's got that going for it. Um, but if you're looking for a movie where a guy's going out and getting some revenge for his, uh, gets fed up and decides, Hey, let's take out some drug dealers.
0: This is the one. Yeah.
1: I mean, if Rambo Last Blood isn't available, go check out Without <laughs> okay. Remorse.
0: Here is another sci-fi classic coming. This is a great year for sci-fi lovers. Foundation by oh. Isaac is- Asimov. Oh,
1: okay. I was like, Oh no, is that another Anne Ram book? But no. No,
0: no, no, not. This is the award-winning novels. It's like a whole series by Asimov. Um, and it chronicles a band of exiles on their monumental journey to save humanity and rebuild a civilization amid the fall of a galactic empire. Sounds,
1: so th- sounds awesome off to me. This is
0: in a really far distant future, and you have psychohistorian Hari Seldon. He's analyzed the cycle of history, and he realizes that after 12,000 years in power, the galactic empire is headed towards a collapse. Um, and this collapse is going to spawn 30,000 years of dark ages, which is a huge. Bummer. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Try to avoid the dark ages if you can.
0: So to prevent complete disaster and shorten this dark period, Selden sets up Foundation, which is a planet on the edge of the galaxy, to contain the best minds with the knowledge of humanity. Mm. So this is being adapted by Apple TV. Oh, which I don't, I don't have Apple TV, so I don't know how they've handled things so far. But I really love the Foundation series, um, and it stars um, Jared Harris. Oh, I love Jared Harris. We both love Jared Harris. It's impossible not to. Lee Pace is in this. I like when he pops I really up. I like and things. Lee
1: Pace. Is he not going to... It's weird. Is he going to be in makeup? It doesn't seem like they put him in stuff unless they're like, you're going to be in a mocap. Suit. It's
0: true. And I don't think he would. He's playing Brother Day. So I think it's going to be mostly pretty straightforward person. Um, but like I said, this is a huge book. So if you haven't checked it out, you can at least read the first one. It, you don't have to kind of continue the whole series. Right. I mean, I did that with Dune. Dune has... A million books,
1: like fifty billion books.
0: I read Dune and I was kind of like, I'm cool just with that. But uh foundation's gonna be really big. I think a lot of people are gonna be talking about it. So this might wanna be one where you get the jump in and you're like, Well, I can add to this conversation. I
1: can yeah, oh I kinda wish that was on like Prime. I worry a little bit about the budget because of that. I mean, Prime's spending five hundred million dollars on season one of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's wild. (laughs) What is what's
0: even happening? What are they doing? Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm so excited about a bunch of these
0: books, I know, man. it's really exciting. I got good ones still coming on the list here. So what else?
1: All right, next one I got is Those Who Wish Me Dead. Oh, it's like my story of my life. Am <laughs> I right? So it's going to be, uh, the, it's directed by Tyler Sheridan, one of our favorite uh, writer-directors, a guy who brought us oh, yeah. Sicario and such, the we writer do. of that. Uh, the book was by Michael Corrieta, and it stars Angelina Jolie. Uh, so it's basically the story of a 14-year-old who witnesses a, uh a horrific murder, so he's got a bunch of guys trying to um, chase him down and kill him so they don't have any witnesses, and all of this goes down during a huge forest fire. And our former ex-firefighter, Angelina Jolie, with a shady past, mm, I haven't tasked. seen her
0: in something in so long.
1: It's weird, right? Yeah. Like she's got two movies coming out this like year. I'm actually
0: unsure how I feel about it.
1: What that Angelina Jolie is going to be in a movie?
0: Yeah, like I'm trying to think the last few movies I've seen her in, I don't remember enjoying a ton. So I'm trying to think back to things that she was good in.
1: Well, I know for a fact you're going to hate her other movie this year. Oh, okay. Because that's the Eternals for Marvel. So I know you're not going to like that. I'm just
0: one. not going to watch it, so I can't hate it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but but this one, I mean, the story, the book is supposed to be very fun. I like the idea of running away from murderers. I think Littlefinger is one of the uh, is the bad guy in this movie. So oh, you never never complain when Aiden Gillen's showing up. No. Uh, uh, d- I definitely
0: creepy. like some Littlefinger,
1: um, and you know Angelina Jolie coming back into movies. I always liked her as an actress. She's she's good in action. Those two major movies. I mean,
0: are... she's good. They always have her do over the top stuff. I would like her to be a normal human mm, in an action movie. I don't
1: think that's going to be the case. We're in the middle of a, for- a forest fire here, so I got I, the, all the trailers are. I've like never forgiven. I've never
0: forgiven her for allowing Salt to have her. Going down an elevator shaft, falling, and then catching herself on a one inch ledge by the tips of her fingers.
1: Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry, I people. Salt,
0: I can't yeah. even suspend. And then she like continued down the elevator shaft that way, going from left to right side, falling and catching herself <laughs> with her fingertips. I'm sorry, <laughs> this was ridiculous thing I've ever you, seen.
1: You might as well like Spider-Man it and hope that like smack your hand against it, go like the like the lick suction. your hand yeah. and
0: hope that it works as well. <laughs>
1: you know what? So. <laughs> I think that's going to be the plot of uh, Mission Impossible 8. Tom Cruise licking his hands and going Oh down my
0: the wall. gosh. All right. So, yeah, I'll def- I'll check that out.
1: Um and g- go check out Monster as well. That's another one that
0: came out on oh, Netflix. Oh, that's a great book. It's a great check book out by Walter the, I D. would Myers. recommend that as a book that you definitely should read before you watch. You
1: yeah, should have read that in high school everybody. Just just pointing that. Out.
0: Yeah, let, go go email your English teacher if they didn't have you read Monster. <laughs> um okay, so I'm going to do a couple here. This one is going to be great. The Last Duel, A True Story of Crime, Scandal, and Trial by Combat in Medieval France by Eric Yeager.
1: So as you remember, it was like the mountain versus the viper, and it was for the trial of Tyrion Lannister. For, was it was a different trial it was by- It the viper. Oh, jeez Louise. we were going to discuss Game of Thrones uh, memories.
0: There's been a lot of Game of Thrones references <laughs> today. I can tell you're rewatching. This film comes out in October of 2021, directed by Ridley Scott. Oh boy! Can either be great. It's
1: gonna be or
0: super, not great, fantastic,
1: um, <laughs> or boring. One of the two. So
0: in the in the book, it's 1386, and there's this huge crowd. They're gathering to watch the duel to end all duels, which is this no holds barred fight between two medieval knights. So again, this is I'm a true like story. It. I already like it. It focuses on oh gosh, Jean de Caru, who's played by Matt Damon.
1: Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Time out. Time out. Who's wait? Who's the other one, real quick, before we get into this?
0: Who's the other one, Knight?
1: Yeah, who's the other Knight?
0: I'll get there. I'm not. I am not filling your need. Let me finish.
1: Okay, go ahead. Then I'll talk.
0: Okay, so he's the Norman Knight. He returns home from battle to his wife, who is a so. And his wife is Jodie Comer
1: from
0: Killing Eve. She's amazing. She accuses his best friend Jacques Legris of raping her. Okay. And the friend is Adam Driver.
1: All right. Oh,
0: okay. Are you okay? So, hold on. But wait, you're going to love this too. So King Charles VI, he calls for a trial by combat where the innocence will be determined by the duel between the two knights. And the king is Ben Affleck. And he's blonde.
1: Bro. (laughs) What the? Oh, So wait a minute. Are you telling me that we are going to have Adam Driver, Matt Damon, and Ben Affleck doing French accents? To do, Correct, b- dude. <laughs> <laughs> ben Affleck, you're spinning. Dude. You're spinning. My head. I don't even know what to say right now. Like I'm trying to imagine Ben Affleck doing a French accent, and like the one, the, the oh. one for Lafayette and Hamilton is gonna be less. Is gonna be more on point <laughs> than the whatever Ben Affleck is gonna do. I don't
0: know. He's it not gonna do one. Cool. People really we, enjoy
1: we, this all ag- book. We all agree. Ben Affleck is first of all, let's skip over blonde Ben Affleck. He is going he's not doing an accent. We know he's not going to do I it. I right? was like that
0: we're saying Affleck like he's the duck from the insurance commercial. You
1: know what? Better actor. The duck is a better
0: Listen, actor. Listen, then I think The Last Duel is a book that you should read and maybe you shouldn't watch the film. I'm not
1: reading that book. I'm going to that movie uh, opening day. Dude. I'm dying I, right now.
0: What is happening? Also, let me just mention an exciting one that hopefully, hopefully, finger crossed is going to come out late this year is Nightmare Alley. The book is William oh. Lindsay um, Gresham. And as we know, this is the um, film by Guillermo del Toro. It stars Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, Rooney Mara, and Toni Collette. One of the best casts mm-hmm. and partially filmed in Buffalo.
1: Right here, right down the street from where we are. Correct. Everybody. We could
0: kind of watch this action from the library. What the story is, is there's young Stan Carlisle, that's Bradley Cooper. He's clever, ambitious, and ruthless, and he begins to work um, as a carny and then becomes a mentalist and eventually a successful spiritualist. And I think that Bradley Cooper and Kate Blanchett, who plays Dr. Lilith Ritter, this is the psychiatrist he teams up with, and they're just going to start conning people out of money, which is really easy to do in this time period. People are like, yeah. tell me my fortune. Take a picture of me next to my dead wife. Like, there are just all of these scams. Um, but it was really cool because they had the old cars out here and the old costumes, but it like stopped right when COVID started. So I'm not sure if they even finished their shoots here, but hopefully because the film was supposed to be released in 2021.
1: For, as far as I know, they did manage to film all their Buffalo scenes. So okay, they should, well, that's they, good They news. should be all good to go there, which is also <laughs> the guy's <laughs> like walking around, he's grifting. He's like, can I interest you on in a bet? A hundred years from now, there'll be an actor named Ben Affleck. and he is oh, go- He's going to decide to go blonde oh, no. and do a French accent for a movie. Could Leave you him
0: alone. He's hanging out with J Lo again. It's his time to shine.
1: That's a good point. It's be-
0: his time it's in the be sun.
1: A failed engagement ring number seven com- <laughs> incoming for.
0: He has a tough time. I'm just,
1: I'm just happy Jennifer Lopez hasn't decided to wipe out half of the life in the universe at this point with how many failed engagement rings that chick is walking
0: through. Oh, around. would you stop? She's allowed to be choosy. Why don't you to do another, and then I'll do one, and then we're all out right. of time.
1: We'll run through a couple quick ones. Uh, the Chaos Walking with Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley, based on a trilogy of books by Patrick Ness, uh, The Knife of Letting Go. Uh, it's about a distant planet where all the women are dead or you know they're just not around. So uh, mm. all the guys that are living there can read Thoughts, and then Daisy Ridley lands on the planet.
0: There's truly nothing I enjoy more than you describing books you have not read. <laughs> how you, can, you can hardly tell. How can
1: you tell? <laughs> <laughs> so, this is it's, it's out now. It's a book trilogy. It's supposed to be well, uh, it's supposed to be a movie.
0: <laughs> I haven't heard great things about the movie. I think this is for sure one that you should choose the book. Um, yeah, I'd say so.
1: Um, Invincible on Amazon just finished up season one, it's got two more coming. Great comic book series from Robert Kirkman. Violent is all get out, mm-hmm. fantastically animated. J.K. Simmons and Steven Yoon, there's Oscar Oscar nominees all over this one. Go yeah, check that it out. That sounds right. And To all the boys trilogy. They just finished up this year.
0: You're a sentimental man. I am a
1: sentimental man. I watched all three of these little romantic comedies not expecting to, and oh, they are adorable.
0: That's cool. Jacob. Let me go into my murder ones. Um this is going to be huge. This was a really big book, Killers of the Flower Moon by David Grann. Oh,
1: is that the one where the, all the memes are Can you recognize Leonardo DiCaprio in this movie? Yeah, I don't understand. Like, yeah, he looks exactly like Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, he
0: does. <laughs> um this was a very interesting book that I read. So, if you're this is going to be a really big one, especially if you're into true crime, this is the fascinating case of the Osage Murders. Um, In the 1920s. So after uh, these natives discovered oil on their land, the Osage Indian Nation in uh, Oklahoma, I believe, were among the richest people in the world at that time because they had all this oil. And then once the death toll surpasses 24 Osage people, this newly created FBI, like the beginning, and they're like, why are all these people dying? And they take up investigating to expose this alarming conspiracy behind these crimes. So it's a very interesting book. Um, I'm going to give it, I think I give it four stars. It doesn't hold you, as, you know, as much as a five star, but it was very interesting. But again, Leo's in the movie, so I think the it's going to be really good. I, I think if they take that information, the only worry is that filming was delayed, so they're still filming in 2021. So mm. um, whether it comes out at the end of the year or maybe early 2022, 20, but I forgot to mention not only Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro – is in the film, and did I tell you who adapted it?
1: No, who, who adapted it?
0: It's Martin Scorsese.
1: Oh, ju- just a little-known actor, Martin Hello. Scorsese? Oh,
0: like amazing. I
1: lo- I, oh, another story about oil. I, I like the twist in that book when uh, all of a sudden there's just empty milkshakes everywhere, and they're like, who could possibly <laughs> be behind this? That's a joke two people are going to
0: get. It's a there. joke, but it's not very good, anyone. Um, The book The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna, Um, is coming out. That is one of the greatest books I have ever read. I enjoyed it so much. Um, It has, I don't even know, it's got like 60,000 positive reviews on Amazon or something crazy about that. This is a World War II book about um, two sisters and what I can see from IMDb is that Dakota Fanning and Elle Fanning are playing the sisters.
1: Oh, there there you go.
0: Sisters playing sisters. We Can't all, get over it.
1: And one of them's a good actor. So awesome.
0: Oh, brother. Um and you have to read that book Daisy Jones and the Six because Amazon picked that up to be a show and that book is adorable. Daisy okay, Jones it's and by the six. Okay. it's by Taylor Jenkins Reid. It's so fun. It's about the rise and fall of a fictional 70s band. Oh. But it's done like you're watching a VH1 behind the music and that's how they do it. It's like interviews with all the people. I miss them too and this book scratches an itch. It's really, it's super, super lovely. I mean, the show, I think, is going to be cute, but I have to say you have to read the book first. That's mandatory for this one. All right. I like like
1: what you're throwing down there. All right, and there's more,
0: but we'll save them for later because we are out of time. Jacob, why don't you plug us up?
1: Check it out, everybody. Everything that you heard talked about all booked up is going to be available at your local library.
0: Book-wise. Keep that in mind, obviously. Obviously.
1: (laughs) We have 37 branches all throughout Erie County. Stop on by and say hi. Uh, We're open. our pretty much regular hours, so don't forget to visit our website at www.buffaloli.com to check out uh, what's going on, to check out your own um, record, see what we got on our thing.
0: You're, you're just, you're going free, you're freeing it here. Yeah, I,
1: I put down the script and I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and also don't forget to follow us on Twitter at All Booked Up Pod to let us know what books and movies you are going to be checking out yourself.
0: Okay, how about, I'm going to talk about a couple movies that were based on books and you tell me honestly if you knew this. Okay. Okay, 1993's Mrs. Doubtfire. I uh, know. Right? I did not know that. Um, it is based on the 1987 novel alias Mrs. Doubtfire by Anne Fine, well, in which right. a father dresses up as an elderly British woman and gets hired as a nanny. Crazy.
1: Movie? I wonder if that movie still holds up. That's a, it Hello. a... <laughs> Hello! It does. Come
0: on. 1975's Jaws.
1: I did know you Jaws. You did know that. I okay. read the book. Oh, not good. Okay,
0: well, that makes sense. It's based on the 1974 novel Jaws by Peter Benchley, Um, but they do say this one is way less a direct adaptation and more just based on that type of scenario. So just stick with Jaws. Go watch the
1: movie, guys. The movie's better.
0: 1994 is Forrest Gump? I
1: I did know that there's a sequel to that, too.
0: How do you know these things? So this is based on a 1986 novel called Forrest Gump. It's written by Winston Groom. Um, And it does. It follows like kind of a slow-witted but good-hearted man, Forrest Gump. I think the film, they said, takes quite a few liberties with the source material because in the book, the main focus is like all of these crazy adventures that Forrest has where the movie does focus a lot between the love story of Um, uh, Forrest and Jenny. Pulp Fiction or Shawshank Redemption should have been the best picture Okay, moving on. 1982's First Blood.
1: Oh, First Blood. I love that book and that movie
0: I too. cannot handle that you know these are all books. Um, this is a 1972 novel by David Morrell entitled First Blood. Um, yeah, that was the basis for the film. I can't believe that was a book. I can't believe you read it. And the what last a, one. What a
1: different ending too. That's a much different book than the movie.
0: Oh, okay. I, I believe that. 1988's Die Hard.
1: Uh, you know what? I know a lot of fun facts about Die
0: Hard. I look at you. You're so smart. But this They involve
1: Frank Sinatra, which we are not going to get into right now.
0: Not, right? but if you love Die Hard as much as Jacob, the film <laughs> is based on the 1979 novel Nothing Lasts Forever by Roderick Thorpe which is actually a sequel to his novel The Detective and that's what he's getting at because that first novel was made into a film which starred Frank Sinatra so a lot of info there wow look at all the facts we're keeping you guys we're, we're busy we're killing it this week we're everybody. keeping you guys busy so thank you so much for listening and we will catch you next time bye